Hello, friends. Tired of traditional car dealerships pushing you around for five hours just to end up with a payment that's more than you can afford? They're not your friends, but you know who is your BFF? Volkswagen of Boise. They have a non-commission sales team that genuinely cares about your vehicle needs. Not ready to buy today? No pressure. Come back when you're ready, and they'll make the process easy and hassle-free with upfront pricing and a no-haggle philosophy. Volkswagen, engineered to buy easy. For more info, go to volkswagenofboise.com. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast, where we talk all things Treasure Valley. We're your hosts, Shane and Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the conversation. Welcome back to the podcast. In the last episode, Natalie and I settled down in front of the fire pit to share a bottle of wine and discuss our marital idiosyncrasy of having separate bedrooms and how awesome it's been for our marriage. The conversation was great and it ran long, so we split it up into two episodes. In this one, we'll discuss relationship quirks. We crowdsource to the audience the question of what quirks in their relationship stand out to them that other people might find interesting. And so we had a great time discussing that and hope that you have a great time listening. Um, I, I think that separate bedrooms is, it's the manifest, uh, now there's a better way to say this, separate bedrooms puts into practice the idea that we can be separate, different people and still love the heck out of it out of each other and have a wonderful marriage and yet still be very different. The same bedrooms almost felt like this constraint as an idea, like this idea that was passed down to us from our parents, grandparents and great grandparents to, um, that we had to do it the same way. And it just didn't feel right. It's like, why? I almost felt like we, we were doing it wrong for a while because we didn't like it until we just got tired of that and we're like, buck the system and um, we're going to do it our way. Anyway, I love being able to be different people and still have well, a wonderful That's interesting. Marriage. You said that, like you felt like we were doing something wrong. Like I don't know that I ever would have really articulated it like that, but now looking back on it, social norms feel like an imposition from past generations. Sometimes those are good. I agree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not. I mean, I just think that we should be able to ask about the ones that, you know, does this still work for us? And if it does, let's keep doing it. But some of them, I think that we'll find that they don't. And having like a one size fits all solution to what a relationship looks like feels like a one way ticket to divorce. I, I think that's interesting. You say it like that because I think there's this idea that if, if we hold on to some very old fashioned ideas, then, it, then, you know, we're going to be strong. We're going to, we, uh, and once we stray, that's when things get risky. But I would say that the rates of marriage decline were declining long before a lot of the social norms happened in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm no statistician, but yeah, the numbers were not great back in the eighties. And I think that they were not great in the 90s or the aughts either. So I think that it's good to say, hey, is there a better way to do this to be happier and stay together? And there's uh, there's some things that, uh, well, I think everybody has um, things in their marriage that are kind of just quirky. Um, and it's just that we're not open about it. So we, uh, we, we um, I think we summarize basically why we, we like having separate rooms. Um, 
but there's other things in our marriage that like we do and some people are like wow that's really crazy and for us it's just so natural like one is um we don't go to the bathroom around each other at all like I'll at pee. all oh yeah sometimes you'll pee because you know like it feels I'd, weird saying that on a podcast yeah. i pee yeah i mean like yeah because you're like standing like but i feel from, like it's different for guys yeah, i don't know for Maybe me that, that's sexist um i don't basically if if I wouldn't do it in front of someone I just started dating, um, I'm not going to do it in front of Shane. And I know some people would say, oh, no, like it's all about intimacy and it's all about like you got to be so comfortable. And that is fine for another couple. For me, I can't even fathom like and, and I'm talking about all the things like I just don't do those things because you're my boyfriend and I, I don't, I just, I just don't want to do that in front of my boyfriend. It just doesn't make sense. And when we were asking people about like some of the quirks of their marriage, there were quite a few people who said that after two decades, they have still not gone to the bathroom in front of each other or like pass hmm. gas. Like all that is off the table for me. So I wonder if you could summarize it into a question of, is it possible to be too casual with each other? or in front of each other and we choose to answer that question yes i think that that it is possible to be too casual mm -hmm. so in though in certain ways we we're not too casual yeah in other ways i'm sure that we're totally casual yeah oh more, like more our comfort than others but other people might say oh no total be absolutely casual with each other that is that is the measure of intimacy mm -hmm. and we i guess that we just measure it differently yeah and that's an, it's extremely important to define that for like with each other. One thing for me is that we like still get really dressed up for each other. I put on perfume before we like head to bed together. If there's like a reason why we're going to bed together, you can just say sex. I think that everybody knows that you're talking about about, but, about sex about the sexy time. So um, and some people would say, oh no, in our marriage, our casual is that we just we don't have to dress up for each other because we're so comfortable and that is great for other people um for us it's like i kind of like this continual dating um it just it just works for us um and i like you getting dressed up for me you look hot thank you you know what i think is funny is that in like the first the first 10 years of me being a mom i worked i was a blogger but i didn't i was at home all the time and you when I would get dressed up at all, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you look so nice. Like, what was the occasion? Or are we going out? Whatever. And now you get excited to see me in like leggings and a bun and no makeup because you know that I took the day off. And it's like, you're like, oh, you look so cute. Like, little stay at home mom. You look so cozy over there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... look at you all cozy in your <laughs> leggings, in your floral pattern leggings. I'm not wearing those now, but I, I have held on to those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are the indication of you're not getting laid tonight, Shane. Those are those pants. So this is what I love about this conversation. Uh-huh. And it's the theme of the feedback that we got. I love normalizing differences in how people approach marriage. Mm -hmm. Or the not various just marriage. aspects of of relationships, long-term long relationships. Because sometimes right. we don't want to exclude those. Who well, are some people don't even choose. Married. They don't choose to get married. That's Man, like we an, heard tons of those comments, huh? Yeah, we heard. I mean, let's talk about some of the comments that we did hear. That why don't you read through some of them? Okay, um, fish out your phone. Okay, 
let's see. Um, we, so one of the, well, one thing that we heard over and over and over again was that people had um, separate finances and that it worked so well for them. And a consistent um, uh, note was that people thought that was very strange. But yet, I would say a good third of the people who responded out of, I don't know, maybe 70, they were talking about separate finances. It was certainly a lot that have diff- different bank accounts. Some of them have separate bills that, that they're responsible for, which maybe that's totally normal to a lot of people. For us, I'm like, that's freaking crazy. That's well, interesting. It's not crazy. I mean, we do have some different finances. When you think about how our finances work. The way it, that we manage your income is definitely very different than how we manage mine. Yes. At the same time, I think the way, like when I talk with people of how we do our finances, I have heard people, like my friends think that it's kind of interesting because, mm. um, you know, they say that people fight the most about sex and money. And we did. We used to fight about sex. If you'd like to know more, you can listen to our podcast entitled, what did we call it? The know. one we talk about sex. We haven't really, uh, there's some fire trucks that you might be hearing. We haven't really fought about money. I don't know if you've noticed this. No, we don't fight about money. We don't about fight money. about money. And I'm, I'm wondering, I, I've been thinking about that, um, why we don't fight about money um, is and we can go into that. I mean, people are interested um, about finances. Some people don't fight about money because they keep it separate. So how have we been able to have 21 years of marriage without ever fighting about money? I'm just, we haven't prepped this at all. I'm just asking you. If someone's going to say, hey, Shane, this is really interesting. You've, you don't fight about money. Why, why do you think that's the case? I think it's because I've always thought that as a duo we're doing we both have functions and each of our functions for a long time one function paid money and the other uh, function got things done that were equally important and necessary to happen we chose to have a family we chose to raise kids and that's the life that we chose and so your function and my function it was almost like i just thought we net like money goes into the pot right it's our money it was never my money in my mind in fact it still isn't like i never think of it as mine or yours i just think of it as ours Mm -hmm. so yeah my my income pays the bills and you know does a couple of other things and uh yours helps us to retire and fund our lifestyle which is great so so that's why I guess we've never fought about money because I think that I, I assume that we both saw it as ours as opposed to mine or yours. What would you say? I think that really oversimplifies it. I think that most couples do see it as our money. I think even like if you're, one's not working, one is working. I don't think that's why. I think it's just because we've naturally had very similar priorities and and so we haven't struggled with that i think most people who who struggle with money is because they have different priorities and different spending habits Mm. or one tries to control like i i uh 
the the thought of like having an allowance when i hear like a wife has an allowance from their husband like there's like an actual gag reflex or a husband that like can i have some or revokes yeah. access to yeah a credit card not okay like That's not crazy to okay me. not okay like i'm just gonna i don't like put the gauntlet down but not okay yeah there's some er- areas where i guess that we will render an opinion some places you do you that's fine that is one that's no if you're a partnership you both have access to your money um i don't care who's bringing it home you both have access i think that's a great observation that we we do have naturally aligned priorities like i've never felt like we needed to um, do too much work to mutually agree on what we're to spend our money on well you think about it that's a great point one thing is we are very debt aversive. Um, we we just don't like being in debt. We don't like to spend more than we make. That I mean that alone, we looked and luckily we were able to find a house at a time where we could find a very manageable mortgage. Um, and also we don't. I don't think we like. I don't like to just shop just to shop shopping just to shop is a complete waste of time for me i don't need things that i don't need they're just that's just clutter that's adding to my chaos so it's not like i was coming home from target with like five hundred dollars worth of just like shit like it was well i went to target because we had a lot of stuff we needed or the kids need clothes but it was just it was we just trusted each other and we have and this is uh, it's not like we're frugal though like we also really have prioritized lifestyle so we spend money on food we spend money on dates we spend money on hobbies not me as much as you like you are you spend money on hunting equipment and camping equipment and at the same time that's okay because we both have a priority that we will enjoy our money as we live as long as we're staying out of debt and we're continuing to save. Could we save a lot more than we are? Probably, but our lifestyle wouldn't be as enjoyable. It's a balance. It, it's a calculus that we've have just accepted. We've made choices of what level of enjoyment, uh, or how much we, we want to use our money now versus how much we want to sacrifice it so that we can enjoy it later. Part of it is... I want to retire, certainly, mm-hmm. but I also want to enjoy every minute of life until then. Like, I don't want to have to wait to be happy. I don't want to have to wait to, anyway, I'm kind of rambling on that, but sometimes you got to spend some money to discover who you are and enjoy life. Yeah, and and we keep that in control, and, yeah. we, and we also find ways to make more money. So when we were... St- we were struggling in at the um, recession. Shane, law, well, Shane didn't lose his job. He changed jobs and got and had a pay decrease decrease to do that because he was in residential construction that totally crashed. So he went to commercial construction, took a loss, a significant pay pay decrease, and I lost my entire income because I started being a stay at home mom, and so I started making money. Um, I just had an Etsy shop and slowly over the years, even though I was a stay at home mom for all that time, I was always bringing in money to compensate so that I never felt like I was 
lacking. Like if I really wanted to spend money to get my hair done, I figured out a way to earn money on my own so that it didn't come out really out of our budget. Uh, and, and I think that you've all, when I did that, you never thought, oh, well, just put that in the pot. You knew that I was going outside of my normal work, like a, the house and all that to make money to like figure out a way to pay for those things. What were some of the other comments that we read? Um, so let me think. Um, a lot of people just talking about how, well, several people saying they just decided not to have children. Just that was not something they were going to do. And that really was difficult for their family members. Some people have differing thoughts on sexuality within marriage, such as open marriages. So I guess I'll go out there and say, that's not a decision for us. We're not advocating for that one. That one doesn't work for us. And I try not to judge other people, but I do have a little bit of resentment towards the lifestyle. The light, just like the resentment, resentment towards the lifestyle. Yeah. That's what they call it. The lifestyle. Those that are in why, open marriages. Why does that make called, you resentful? Cause I don't remember giving them pineapples. I don't know <laughs> what happened or who made the decision to give them pineapples and especially exclusive rights to pineapples okay i have a pineapple shirt i have a couple of pineapple shirts you have like five pineapple shirts i have two pineapple shirts Uh don't exaggerate two button up and one pink t-shirt with a pineapple that's true i do have three Mm um i wore one to work this past week and a couple of people kind of laughed and uh I said, what are you laughing at? They said, you know, the pineapple. And I thought, look, look, I just like to wear a pineapple shirt, on, especially on a Friday, because it embodies like this carefree tropical attitude. Mm-hmm. And on Friday, I don't want anything to bother me and I don't want anything to bother anybody else. So that's my way of manifesting that mood. But why can't I wear a pineapple shirt without people assuming that I'm in the lifestyle? I don't know. I, do, you, do you want me to like get a little tag that says... Well, are you wearing your wedding ring at the same time, Shane? Like, are you no wedding ring? Are you wearing a black band on your right hand? Holy crap, all the codes are and you configurations. Are you putting I can't a, keep track a gnome in the front yard, which we actually have a gnome on the front yard, but that... Don't tell them that. More. <laughs> You're the one who gave me the gnome. I just... <laughs> gnomes and gardens are awesome. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, so... So you don't, so your beef with the, that is that you just feel like. Why can't I just wear a pineapple shirt? You know what? Why can't I just be a guy who wants to wear a pineapple shirt? You can. And that's okay. And that's it. People are still going to laugh a little bit because we live in Idaho and you know, there's, you know, well, maybe we'll do a podcast about hidden springs. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. So we, we got quite a few people who kind of talked about their own little quirks and as you were listening, were there any that kind of pinged in you as kind of being interesting? Well, there's several. Um, now that I'm looking at the list, um, some couples are very open in telling each other when they're attracted to somebody else. Did you um, think that was interesting? Like, mm, because I think I th- that it can be divisive. I don't know that that's for everybody. You, like, not everybody can be comfortable with that. Sure. Hearing their spouse. And... Even I think I've got rules for when I like to hear and when I don't like to hear it. Yeah, you want to go into that? Sure. What are your rules? 
I feel like it's a if it's too frequent or too overly effusive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh it, my gosh! Look at that. Yeah, I feel like Might that's as well a take little. Take that home. Yeah, like, like I don't need that. that. <laughs> um, and if it's if it can't be reciprocated in the same way, like mm-hmm. if I can't do the same thing without getting shit for it, then yeah, I don't. <laughs> you like said that in standard. a way that it had some feelings behind it. <laughs> I don't feel like I've given. Well, okay, we have. Mm. We have learned how to be respectful in that way while still acknowledging that just because we got married doesn't mean that we're not attracted to the opposite sex still. Yeah. We had to, but we had to learn that. A couple of others that I liked. Um, one person said that they just don't adhere to the happy wife, happy life um, maxim. And uh, that they believe that uh, both people need to be happy. And I really appreciated that one. For me, I thought, yeah, I agree. Like, I want a happy wife, but I also want my wife to want a happy husband. It's not if your wife is happy, then life is going to be happy. It's if you're both happy, life is going to be happy. I'd never heard somebody come out against that in that way. I kind of liked it. Yeah. What do you think about it? It just... Isn't that just obvious? I think that's funny. I think people say that like, yeah, happy wife, happy life, because when mama's like your mom, you'd say that. Ain't mama happy, ain't nobody happy. That's that's what I heard. And I'd never seen that. Your mom doesn't listen to this podcast, right? (laughs) Uh, I'd never seen that until your family, where, where when your mom was in a bad mood, it transformed everything. And, and I, so I think people mean it for that, but I, I don't know. I just, I think if you keep one person happy so that the rest of the group can be happy, it's I like think that that's person more has of, too much power. That's like defensive. That's what I think. That's what I saw is like, you have to do it or it's volatile, but like, I feel like in marriage, if you aren't both equally as focused on the other person being happy as yourself, why the hell are you married? Like, oh, I think that people are married for all sorts of different reasons. That's not to make the other p- person happy. But why would you be married? What would be the point? Lots I, of points. I guess I just think being single isn't that bad. Why would you be with someone if that person wasn't as dedicated towards your happiness, your pleasure, your satisfaction in life as you were in yourself? Like that's that there's never a question in my mind that you aren't as invested in my happiness as you are in yours. Now you take responsibility for your own happiness and you expect me to take responsibility for mine. And at the same time, I don't know why that sounded like that. And, and <laughs> good emphasis. And, I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. Inside joke there. Um, and we make sure to accommodate our own um, pursuits for that happiness. Speaking of own pursuits, one thing that I liked is one person said that they focus on having separate experiences. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated that. I've been doing that since since I started going to Vegas and camping with Rusty all those years back. That was the first time that I could think of me going out doing something on my own. Mm -hmm. Like there was that phase in early kids where it was, I just didn't feel like I did anything. I just worked and then we... We you didn't. Know, we didn't. Do we didn't anything. do anything. We watched some TV and got takeout. Yeah, but um, having separate experiences, I think, is crucial. Like, I love having adventures in in the mountains and being able to come back and tell you about some of those mm-hmm. and how they've changed me and share some freaking crazy stories, seeing bears, seeing crazy stuff. That's 
kind of fun. And I love hearing yours too of what you do. I think that you need to have more travel trips, but you know. No, we're working on that. Yeah. And I do take time. We we talked about this that you will go away a lot of weekends on this in the summer and the spring or in the summer and the fall, and then I will go to like a hotel um, more often, like in in the winter. And some people would say, and it might work for them, they'd say, no, no, everything needs to be together. Everything's, you know, you're bonded. And and for us, I think we need to miss each other a little bit. We need to get to know each other again, like learn about each other. I am, if we're gone for a full week from each other, it is astounding how much we miss. Oh, yeah. When you get ready to go to Spokane in the summertime to go hang out with your family for usually a week at mm-hmm. least, I get super excited about it because I think, man, I get a a week to myself that that's going to be sweet and that week to myself is only really about two days two to three days of doing my own thing after that i really start to miss you guys yeah. and so i think that some distance is great for appreciation yeah when a lot of people talked about how they take separate vacations full vacations and we've never done like full vacation like i've never gone on a cruise by myself but i would totally do it there's a lot of things we do we would do differently if your work schedule wasn't so insane. Like if you had more time off, I 100% would go on a full vacation by myself and have an opportunity to sex you even. Like that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked, I liked that the, you know, just that, that people had established their, their own routines, their own hobbies. I thought that was great. So a couple of other quirks. Um, a lot of people have different opinions on, uh, sorry, I could have said that better. A lot of people have differing opinions on wearing wedding rings. Yeah. What do you think about it? So who cares? Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't usually wear one because it's just kind of annoying. And sometimes when I want to dress up, I'll put one on. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you, you want to tell your thoughts on it? Um, personally, I don't know. I'm kind of mixed. Like I get how people like the tr- the tradition, and sometimes I think that it's cool to. I think that marriage for some people is an amazing achievement, and to show that off with uh, a visible a visible signal, I as a sign of pride. I get that. Me personally, I don't see it like that. I mean, I am. I do see it as pride, and especially the more years we rack up under our belt, the more pride I feel about it. But. Um, Sometimes I want to wear a ring. Sometimes I don't want to wear a ring. But I do bristle at other people's ideas saying, ooh, you're less faithful or you're opening the door for other people to pursue you if you don't wear that wedding ring. To which I just respond, uh, if the wedding ring is the only thing that's keeping me <laughs> faithful, then I think that my marriage has deeper problems mm-hmm. that I need to think about. And anyway, in our case, it doesn't. And so I think ring optional. Yeah. And uh, again, are you wearing it because you want to or are you because you feel like you should like just do it? Sometimes, you... sometimes I wear it as a fashion accessory. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm just outfit. meeting people. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is really pretty and it's blingy and I'll wear it. But I guess it's just like I don't need a peacock. But I also don't think that's what most people think. I don't think they see it as I'm wearing it because of pride, maybe in the beginning. But I think in puritanical culture, it's like I am claimed Thus, I am not available. And I don't see it like that. So we've shared a lot of things that we can relate to, you and I. Let's share some that just blew my mind. Okay. Um, 
one couple likes to shower together regularly. Like, that's their time. Like, they always shower together. Mm-hmm. That was the impression that I got from the comment. Yeah. What? what? Why is that weird? I mean, I, I don't, we don't do it, but like. It's weird because we don't do it. Yeah. Like, sexy time shower, for sure. Every now and again, we'll shower together. But I'm trying to think of like the circum. It, it is the rare exception as, as opposed to the rule. But to hear somebody who does it consistently as a couple, I don't know what I think about that. I think it's great. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I just weird haven't heard of me. it so much. Yeah. Um, some family, one family sleeps on the floor in the living room with them and their kids. Yeah. Even like, though they all have separate bedrooms. They just got that one. I'm just like, how do you get to that point? All right. All right. Uh, that's. Um, I bet that's some really cool tradition, like that your kids are always going to think of, and that's one I'd like to know more about. Like the reasoning has got to be. Well, I imagine it being very intentional. Mm-hmm. It's got to be very intentional, interesting argument for why they do that. That's how I imagine it in my mind. One couple, no PDA ever. Yeah. At all ever. Mm-hmm. And I know a couple couples. You know, there was a comment that made me very uncomfortable, and that's one I had to sit with because I really try to see myself as not being judgmental, but this one crashed on me like I was judging the shit out of this. Um, And that was that in their marriage, they believe that the woman is to completely submit to her husband in all cases because the Bible told her that you know, told, told them that. And I had to sit with that and think about that. Um, that made me very, very uncomfortable. Oh, knowing you, I absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, uncomfortable. I was like, I had many questions and I, and I, I did, I kind of reviled against that. And then I thought, okay, if I'm not going to be a judgmental person, I just need to, I guess, scroll on by. Like, that's kind of my thoughts on, on some of these. I just keep scrolling. Okay. So when I hear that, I think, no, I'm not on board with that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't believe that. Um, I think that because I feel like that opens the door to a lot of potential negative consequences. But then I stop and I think, well, what do I agree with? There are parts. I'll bet you that they don't see it like that. I'll bet you that they see, oh, yeah, the, pur- the purpose is not for one party to dominate the other. It's f- for one party to respect the other and for them both. I'm sure that there's a vision in their minds of uh, co-leadership. And I agree with that. Like that I can get on the same page with, I would imagine. It's the 100% submissiveness and deference that I, no, I can't, I can't get on board with that. Because that is... To say that there's one gender, that the role of the husband in this case is, and I guess I'm extrapolating, but I know that there's some religious undertones there, that God has made the man more worthy of decision-making than the woman. And agree to disagree. You can believe that. That's totally fine. But don't ask me to believe it. Yeah, so I'm not going to cancel anybody, but I'm not going to agree either. So I'm going to keep on scrolling. Keep on scrolling on Mm -hmm. that one. Okay, obviously, there's a lot of different ways that people can have their relationships. Whether they're going to have kids, they're not going to have kids. They're, they're going to fart, they're not going to fart. Okay, <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, and I think everyone 
has the same desire in relationships is that they want to feel themselves. They want to feel home. I mean, that's the whole point, right? To feel like the person you're with is your home. So you've been married 21 years, Shane, and I think you're pretty happy in your marriage. Yeah. If somebody who was, uh, you know, I'm going to talk directly to my friend who is 19 and he tells me that he really likes our relationship podcast because it's helping him think about his future relationships. If you're going to sit down with this guy and he is going to ask you, how do we figure out, how do we make our relationship all about us and push aside these other societal norms? Like, how do we do that? How would you answer him? Well, once upon a time, someone asked me to write down marriage advice. And I wish that I had kept it. I don't know what I did with it. But the thing that sticks out in my mind is allow other people to change and accept them for who they are. I think that when we marry each other, we're lucky if we know even a tenth of who the other person is. And I don't think that the point is to know 100%. I think that it's to learn to love the person that you're with as you discover them. Now, there's some things, obviously, that are deal breakers. But in general, I would say be open to to being with someone who's different. And let them be who they are. And nurture who that person is. And then also expect them to do the same thing for you. A lot of that is, I think, learning what you are and what you're not. What you like, what you don't like. And then learning what your spouse or your partner likes and prefers and doesn't and be okay with that and find a way to make those things coexist. Instead of looking for reasons for why it can't work, try to find ways that it can. I don't know. How do you feel about about that? Yeah, uh, I agree. I also think that when you have a partnership that you plan on it being forever, your entire life, you have to think of it as its own entity and that entity is its own personality and it's not going to work the way that your parents did or your grandparents did or your neighbors did and that's what makes it so cool is that it becomes this changing morphing thing and you don't always have to be the same people to be I guess in the same sphere together and we are very different people and uh we needed tools, I think, to get to this point of, of just learning and accepting each other. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Can I add one more thing that I thought of? You said it. That no, ma- I don't. No, we can't add one more thing. We're done. I was going to finish. <laughs> Submit, woman. <laughs> Submit Not- to my desire to keep talking. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that it's important to go into marriage with the expectation that it's going to last forever. I think that when you commit mentally to each other for the long term, that's the first step. And then after that, think about what kind of life you want at the end. Like, what do you want that marriage to be like when you're laying on your deathbed together in each other's arms? What kind of life do you want to have had together and work backwards from there? Do you think about that? All the time. You think about us lying together 85, 90 And you think backwards? I think about 
that archeo- the archaeological dig uh-huh. in France with the two skeletons that were intertwined kind of in the grave. Mm-hmm. And I think those people were buried together. So, yeah, I think about us all the time of what's it going to be like when one of us leaves and we're or if we both leave at the same time and we have a moment reflecting when we're 85, 90 of what was our life like? Are we happy with what we have? Did we make the most of this relationship? Is the relationship what we want the most? And yeah, I often think on my deathbed, it's I'm going to be thinking of you. Yep. Absolutely. And I hope that it's a life that I look back on and think, hell yeah, we freaking smashed it. We did awesome. I love the this life. We led a marriage that our kids or people around us can look at and say, oh my gosh, they had such a freaking awesome marriage. They were so happy. I want that. Do you think we have that? Yeah, mostly. I think that marriage is work, but I think that our marriage is freaking tip top. Compared to other marriages that I hear about, other relationships, yeah, I think that we're, and I'm not judging like stepping on other people, but I think that we're ahead of the curve. But I think that we've worked our asses off to get here, too. Yeah, we have worked really hard. I'd say that. I don't think you can comprehend how much work, mental work, changing yourself. But at the same time, it's kind of cool because all that work is like, I don't know. It just feels like we're creating something together. Yeah. And it's it's fun work. Yeah, this doesn't just happen. No. This happens after you've done a lot of work and after you separate bedrooms yeah i'm just saying it's worked well and it's, decided not to fart in front of each other that was never even an option can we ever sorry no like i just don't want to and just. on that note <laughs> i've had a great time talking yeah this is great all right, all right i love you good night <laughs> thanks for listening this is the boise bubble podcast Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at The Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time. The Boise Bubble podcast is sponsored by Volkswagen of Boise. Interested in buying a Volkswagen in the Treasure Valley? Head to www.volkswagenofboise.com to learn more.